Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment. And I'm Amanda with Amanda Reed Weddings. And this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And we're going to let you know all the things that you need to know in order to make your event the most special. Yeah, and in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. And something tells me we're going to have a little fun along the way. I don't know about that. I'm a pretty serious guy, Amanda. And this is a serious topic, so... Only seriousness. Serious business. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Hey, it is Brock and Amanda with the I Do IQ podcast. Welcome. Oh my gosh. Did I introduce you again? I can talk. Yes, I'm able to talk. I'm able to yeah. use my name. Your Thanks pretty for that. face. That's what <laughs> I have you here for. Is my berry lipstick and my unpolished nails. That's me. Here I am. No, welcome to the show. We, we have a, a good one for you today. Amanda, yeah. I'll let you talk here. You can introduce our guest. Thank you. Yay. Okay. So this is my very dear friend and I don't know, business collaborator. I don't know what I I don't want to, but she's the (laughs) editor of Arkansas Bride Magazine. And we've worked together for a long time now. I don't really know how long, but we've, we've gotten to know each other quite well, personally and professionally. Miss Lindsay Urban, I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled. This is an awesome podcast you guys have. Well, well that's what we like to think too, but uh, well, you know. Brock has started this thing and is he's literally a year in the making. He's been begging me to do this and he finally broke me down and here I am. So if it ever takes off and it's really big, of course, it'll be my idea. But now that, you know. <laughs> yes, of course. Right now, it's all, it's all him and I'm he's dragging me along. So here so I am. Yeah. We like to kick the show off with a segment we call our obsessions. What are you obsessed with right now, Amanda? I am obsessed like every girl in the South with my peonies, my flowers, my big, fat, fluffy, soft flowers. I've had them in my yard for, I think this is year four. So they're supposed to take three years to really take off. They say slow, grow, show. So the first year they're slow, nothing happens. The second year they grow. The third year they actually supposedly show. I'm on year four and nothing's happened, but I have buds this year finally, and I'm so excited. I'm just like, every day I go out and check them to make sure that they're okay. Last night we had some frost and I had them all covered up perfectly. So I'm obsessed with my flowers. I'm a 95-year-old Southern woman, I guess. But You got I'm a bunch of showers, flowers. not growers, huh? I think I got some showers finally. <laughs> yep, I'm so excited about it. So I'm obsessed with my flowers, my yard. I like that. Yeah, I like that. got some spring fever going on for sure. Are you sure that's not the corona? I hope it's not the corona. I hope it's not the wrong. <laughs> yeah, if you're <laughs> running a fever, you might need to go to the doctor. It's just All spring right? fever. It's just okay. spring fever. Yeah. All right, Lindsay, what are you obsessed with right now? Uh, well, it's a little bit less springy, but I'm really okay. into black velvet right now. Anything Ooh. velvet at all, really. But I'm super obsessed with black and velvet and the mixture. And it's just so luxe and romantic and soft. And it's just kind of making a comeback on the runway a little bit and especially a little peek into the bridal world. And it, uh, it's all I can think about. We just did a big Instagram post about it uh, a couple days ago. And um, are you wearing black velvet right now? I would. Oh, that would be awesome. No, it would be a little hot, but yeah, it would be a yes. little hot. I would love like a, a, a black blazer in velvet. That would be a great moment. So. Brock is about to start singing. I am about to I start you- singing. <laughs> Oh, I knew mm-hmm. you were. Black velvet and that little boy smile. Like you cannot well, to clarify, not sing. let's see any color, any color velvet. I'm I obsessed. mean, I'm the same. I'm with you. I love some velvet. Rust colored velvet. Oh, give me a break. Good. Good. I've got a bride looking uh, next spring to use like a mustard velvet and it is so rich and yeah. luxe. I love it. I'm super excited. Love. Definitely one you're going to want to watch for, for sure. One you're going to want to watch Yay. for. I love it. So cool. I Amanda's always given me the inside scoop on what to watch out for. I try. I try. But I get a lot from you, though. You you kind of look at things a little differently. So I think we both, you know, we, we compliment each other very well. Very well. Brock, what are you totally into these days? Oh, okay. So this is a little bit weird. So I am vegan. It's always weird. It's always and weird. I okay. am into making different types of baked tofu. Okay. That sounds really gross. I'm going to not lie. Okay. Just, so the tofu but I'll hear that- you out. Most people are accustomed to, and the reason they don't like it is a lot of restaurant tofu is very spongy and blah. So tofu has no flavor and it only absorbs what you mix it with. Okay. So the key to tofu for anybody that wants to try tofu is you got to press the water out of it because that is what causes it to be spongy. Okay. When you press the water out of the, uh, the tofu, then it makes it more, once you bake it, it makes it more like a solid. So it's not chewy. So I've been making a bunch of different tofu and I like to overbake it to where it's crispy and, and just so good. 
so I'm good. I'm going to need so a sample of this. I don't know that I would even know how to buy the right kind of tofu. So I think I need a little tutorial. Extra firm. Okay. Press the water out. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make some and I'll bring it over well, and I would really set like it in that. your yard. Please do. Yeah. But I'll draw the line in the yard where you, you can like spicy it. food. I do. I love spicy food. Okay. Cause I like, like to make sweat. mine spicy. Okay. And yeah. it's super good, but it, you know, I, I have a problem after I eat it and you don't want to be around me for at least six to 12 hours. Oh gosh. Always. With that's, that, his, really? uh, that's where I'll end it there. He's still a dude. Your butt issues, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Get there. That's all right. It's okay. Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay. So tell us about Arkansas Bride Magazine. What do you want to know? Everything. <laughs> all the things. Tell Everything. us about you. How did you get into publishing? How did you get, like, tell us your backstory, all the all the things that everyone's dying to know about you. I'm not that interesting, but well, I mean, how did I get into this? It's actually, I went to the University of Arkansas, very proud, uh, Suey, and found journalism there and worked on the student newspaper. When I graduated, I moved back to home, back to my hometown, Dallas, and, uh, I got a job at the Dallas Morning News and then of course got married to my college sweetheart and we ended up back in uh, Little Rock back in Arkansas pretty soon after we were married and I got a job at Arkansas Business Publishing Group where they have Arkansas Bride and ended up as the assistant editor of that publication and a bunch of others and then slowly but surely actually not even that slowly <laughs> kind of like climbed the ladder into where I'm now and I've been doing um, Arkansas Bride in total now for almost 11 years and then really? I've been wow. Well, okay, no, almost ten years at Arkansas is no. Oh goodness, you're making me. I think know. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've been at Arkansas Business for 10 years. And so I've been editor for probably eight years. Um, really? Of the okay. Yeah, it's been a while. Wow. That's awesome. That is awesome. It's, it's fun. So what does an editor do exactly? What is that? I get that you edit, obviously. <laughs> but like, what does that mean in the publishing world? What exactly does that mean? What kind of control do you necessarily have over the issue? I think of Devil Wears Prada. And she's got the September issue. I, that's what I imagine an editor to that's do. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. <laughs> You know what? That's a, that's a funny question. I get that all the time. Like, what do you actually do? Yeah. Do you just write all the time? And like, you know what? Honestly, you, you're a good organizer. You are coming up with new ideas and creative ideas. And you're organizing that into how are we actually going to produce those and make those happen. You're not just writing stories, but we, I certainly do. I write a lot. I write the editor's letter. I write, write weddings. And um, I have a small team that helps with, the, you know, the branding on our digital so we have our blog, our website, and our social media. So we aren't just planning the magazine. We're planning like what we're going to put out there online as well. So it's a big job. And, you know, again, those ideas could be anything from what we're going to do for our fashion shoot to what merchandise we're going to showcase in the trend section to what weddings we're going to pick, which is a big topic of conversation. Yeah. Big topic um, always. Yeah. Yeah. And then... um Really, a lot of it too is like relationships, which is my favorite part, honestly. I mean, you know, that's how we become close is um, getting to know everyone that you can in the wedding uh, community in Arkansas and meeting the vendors who make these amazing weddings happen, learning like what they're into, what they're what they're seeing at market when they go to Chicago and Atlanta and New York. We've gone to bridal market to watch the runway shows ourselves and kind of see what's coming to Arkansas about six months after that. That's always super fun, of course. Yeah. A little trip to New York. Yeah. No one, no one's going to turn that down, right? Never. Um, uh, I'm always uh, down to join if you ever need an extra near plus one. I'm always sure. down to join. Well, <laughs> one of the cool things about those relationships is actually over the last couple mark like the last couple market seasons we've just had a vendor partner like unveiled or tutori or she said yes one of our beloved bridal boutique owners take over our instagram while they're in new york and they're buying love the that gowns. yeah and brides love that because they're seeing what goes into choosing the gowns they're going to bring home to arkansas and why yeah. they're choosing them and meeting the designers through us or through the uh the bridal boutique owner so it's it's a really fun part of the job. But yeah, we do write a lot. We do copy edit. We look at pages in our red pen. And so there's a lot of that as well. You make the pages bleed. You make the pages bleed. You really do. It's legit. You make the pages mm-hmm. bleed with the red ink. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. I like that. That's very interesting. So it's interesting that you mentioned uh, kind of what you see coming and what you see out there and like what's like available to a bride in Arkansas. And I know something we actually talked about yesterday was a particular brand of dress that's not offered within our state walls. And how would you recommend that we 
talk to our vendors because it's Verda. You and I both obsessed with everything mm. Verda. One of our favorite brands. I know a lot of our boutique owners love it as well, but they've, they've kind of shied away because it's a, maybe a little bit more expensive brand, a little more exclusive, sure. and maybe not in the maybe not in the budget for a lot of... It's not a widely acceptable budget, I guess, for people for dresses. How can we talk somebody into having this brand in Arkansas? <laughs> I think because we, we have, we looked at several and they're all come, they're buying in Dallas. They're buying in, you know, Chicago. They're going away to buy these dresses. How can we get them to, how do we get them in Arkansas? How, how do we convince some of these owners to uh, pick up that brand? What's your advice there, Mary? Okay. That is such a great question. It actually made, as soon as you started asking it, my head, my mind started racing. I have, yeah. there's so many angles we could talk about here. But first thing first is like, we, I totally agree with you. I feel like I hate when I see Arkansas brides go out of state for their gowns because yeah. we have incredible, incredible gowns available right here in Arkansas. And not Absolutely. only that, but the people that own these bridal boutiques, they're amazing, all of them. And they're business people. So to answer your question, we can't really make them go carry a line oh, where the gowns start at seven to eight thousand dollars because as we know from our primary research, you know, our brides are spending around two thousand dollars on their gown on average. It ebbs and flows every time we do our big poll. You know, we do that every two to five years we do a big survey of past brides. And so, you know, our bridal boutique owners, they know that. They've done their own research. They've done they they live and breathe it. So they know what they can really buy. And, you know, having gone to market, I know firsthand that when they're buying a gown, I mean, those are really expensive. Those samples that they buy from the designers, they're still paying, you know, hundreds of dollars for that dress on the rack that you're trying on. That dress was bought and paid for. And so they're hoping that you you and maybe 10 other brides in Arkansas order that gown over the next six months or a year before they phase it out. Right. And make it have one worth the money that they buy. It's really the business side of the bridal gown industry is so fascinating. Actually, all of it is, but in particular. Now, for the designers that there's a bride or two out there, more, many more that are obsessed with, I mean, my, there's three brands in particular, and you touched on one that I just wish we carried, and that's Berta and Inez de Santo. Oh, um, yes. I mean, yes. the best runway shows. And then Inbal. Inbal Drawer. And, yes. Yes. Oh my Absolutely. gosh. Absolutely. Uh, I agree. Their runway shows are always the most incredible. They're always like a little extra sexy. I mean, they're like definitely on the verge of like the sexiest gowns, like the most sure. enjoying, which also isn't necessarily like the Arkansas traditional Southern demure Arkansas. Pride. Like we know our readers, there's going to be that subset of girls that are going to be boho, that are going to be glam and sexy. And there's going to be the ones that want the very classic you know, almost a little vintage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just very Southern, Southern bride. And so these bridal boutique owners, this is a very long answer. You're welcome. No, it's good. You're doing great. It's good. <laughs> but I mean, they know their brides, they know their girls, which speaks to their ability to run these awesome businesses, but also um, just knowing their audience, knowing their girls. And so they're gonna, there's going to be girls that want the gowns that aren't carried for sure. So my advice if I was a bridal boutique is I would look for those designers' secondary lines. So like Berta has a brand new line that I forget what the name, I don't have it I handy. Can't think of, I know, I can't think of it either. But it is adorable. It, it, it feels, looks and feels, you see it, you know it's Berta. And I've dropped a couple hands to a couple of our bridal boutiques and said, hey, this Great at your store, yeah. And I don't know, maybe they'll pick it up. But I'm gonna do the same, I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to get the same word out because I, I, you know, knowing that I've had out of the last, you know, two years, I probably have had five to ten girls in dresses like that. That you know, now that's just me, and I'm one planner out of you know, all the all the planners just within Arkansas. So I mean, I'm a handful of it. I don't know that it would ever be a huge brand, but it would be so great to have that available in the state. I really would love to see that. So yeah, I love your answer though. I think that's good. And I think you're right. I think maybe finding some of those, is it Muse? I think it's Muse by Berta. Right? It is Muse. Yeah. You're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, good girl. Job, yeah. Amanda. I just had to think. I had to think for a second, but that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. one. And then um, the other two I mentioned, I don't believe that they have their like secondary lines. They have like maybe... Um, more like reception right. options that are a little cheaper. But you mentioned pantsuits on one of the most recent yes, podcasts. Yeah. And Inez DeSento, she yes. loves a good pantsuit. Love it. Um, a lot of with a lot of overlay skirts. So you can just like undo them and so you can have both. You can have a little bit of both. So you would love that line. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the other things I, I love to share with brides is again, you do not have to go out of state for anything for Arkansas wedding. We have, I mean, honestly, we have some of the most incredible planners, photographers, boutiques caterers like this amazing food oh, amazing you add some musicians we like we just we are such a hidden gem as a state and you know my sisters 
the Texas and Colorado based, both through both of their weddings, I'm like pushing them to hire people in Arkansas because one, they're often can be a little bit less expensive compared to big markets like a Dallas or a Denver. And also they travel, they'll go anywhere and they have just as good as stuff at their stores. So I'm hardcore Arkansas all the way. I love that. You're the biggest supporter of all of us. And I, I love that. It's, it's felt for sure. So, you know what, for, for uh, guys in Texas, there's two brands that I wish Tux places would carry. Okay. Get ready. Buga boy for men and Oshkosh Bagosh (laughs) for men. It's actually called, called Oshkosh Bagosh for older boys, but it's a men's line. Outlet store in Little Rock that might have Bugle Boy. Where's a Bugle Boy suit? I want one now. (laughs) Bugle Boy. I've not heard that in 20 years. That's awesome. You're welcome. Uh, Go ahead, Amanda. I don't even know. You distract (laughs) me too much. I can't even talk. Oh my gosh. Well, let's talk about menswear though, too. Yes, we really do. We always focus on the girls, but you're so right. There's a lot of great menswear in the state. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk a little bit, kind of talk about how you go about producing the magazine like where does it where do you start with your ideas and I, this may be this is you know could be a very long topic I'm such a hand talker sorry you know where do you start where do you start with your ideas and how do you how do you begin to even formulate the way that the next issue is coming well fortunately I'm extremely organized and we have a division of multiple magazines so we have to stay on schedule we have so we have a pretty clear in January every year, a clear look at our year ahead. And that includes two editions of Arkansas Bride. So we start, you know, if the, if the issue that we're working on right now, actually this one's coming out in the beginning of June, we're, we're deep into it already, which we should be. Maybe it doesn't sound like that abnormal to anybody listening, but we started in January with our initial planning meeting. And to prepare for that, I plan in November, December, as the mm-hmm. current issue is hitting shelves, I'm already starting to think about what I want to do for the next one. And um, Lydia, my right hand, she and I, we sit down and we kind of brainstorm and we bring our ideas to the planning meeting. And fortunately, we don't get a lot of resistance. Like people seem to like our ideas. <laughs> they're but, usually um, pretty good. Yeah, they're usually pretty yeah. pretty on target. I love that. And so, and we, I do like a really fun presentation. Everyone really likes that. And then we launch, we start making sure we have our photographer's book, we have our sales team excited and energized to go talk to our partners and potential new partners and really tell them like what our mission is, which is more than just like, give us your money for an ad. It's like, okay, look, hey, let's join forces. How can we help you promote your business? Our brides want to know about you. Like our brides are desperate to know about you. Mm-hmm. Come be a part of this. You don't plan a wedding in Arkansas without our magazine. You, It's it's the Arkansas Bridal Bible, right? So we want you to get out there in front of those girls on social and in print. So we have a whole part of the planning process that's just about that stuff. And then we schedule our shoots. We start working with our bridal boutique and our florists and our venue people on where are we going to shoot these things and when you need to be where with what gowns. And so uh, we do fun tear sheets and I wish I had some handy, but I could show you some of our, we call them tear sheets and they're basically just really pretty inspiration boards that we give our florists and event designers and bridal boutiques as they prepare for their contributions. Because we ask for our florists like the end event planners. Amanda knows this firsthand to create stuff for each issue. We want to promote them and we want them to show off their creativity. So again, you're right. It's a long answer because it's a big book. But I think one of our least favorite things to work on, but it's like our most like important is we have a list of over 500 Arkansas vendors listed in each issue. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, really? Venues, caterers, musicians, not to mention all of our partners listen in the back, like when the gamut from rentals and catering and everything in between. I mean, just, and again, our brides are like combing through that, finding things. And we try to organize it really helpful for them. But that's not as fun and creative to work on, but it's so important. It's necessary though. It's right. a very, mm-hmm. it's a good tool. I mean, I've even used it in the past for certain things. I'm like, okay, I'm working in that part of the state. What's what's Arkansas Bride recommend? Let me just start with that. Like who are their partners in that part of the state? So definitely, um, definitely utilize that. I definitely utilize that. Tool. So when you're getting a new issue ready, where do you go to for inspiration? I mean, I don't just like, oh, new issue time. Let's get inspired. I look for inspiration every single day. I'll be in the shower thinking of ideas. I'll be on my phone on Instagram and I'll run across something that somebody's posted in 
I mean, I don't even know who they are, but they've posted something just beautiful. It's like shiny object. Oh, yeah. And then I'll screenshot it and save it. And so then later, you know, you just kind of peruse through all those things that like caught your eye that were beautiful or interesting or different. And you just kind of pick and choose what you want to show brides out there, especially for the floral and fashion section. Yeah. I love that. So yeah, so each issue you do, and I'll, I'll let you share like what one of them might be, but the tablescape section. So mm-hmm. you have an inspiration. Where does that even come from when you start to do that? And I'll let you kind of explain what that is, but where do you find that inspiration for that? I think is, if, you know, how do you decide that it's going to be pink is our color? We're going to, you know, how, how mm-hmm. does that even come about? Where do you, and how many ideas do you go through in order to even land on the one that works? This is going to sound probably a little ego-y, but after a while, you just kind of know what's next. Yeah, that's going to sound crazy to anyone listening. But uh, my my I remember when Lydia first started, she asked me something similar to that. She asked me, like, where do you how do you brainstorm for all this? Or how do you come up with these ideas? And I was thinking, I'm like, I kind of just know what's next. Like we did blue and pink and yellow. And this time it's definitely green. You know, Mm -hmm. just feel it. You feel like what's out there. You feel what you've been seeing. And so you've been paying attention. I mean, as an editor, you have to be reading other magazines, you know, watching the news or whatever, whatever your topic you're covering. And I'm covering bridal stuff, right? So you have to live and breathe it truly to do, I think, a good job. And so when you ask about tablescapes particularly, we started that concept probably, I mean, probably eight issues ago or more, maybe 12 Probably yeah, about six years. Probably been doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've kind of done. We did that. We did tablescapes inspired by dreamy honeymoon locations and by fabric swatches. We've done things. And so when it comes to a new issue, I'm thinking, what have we not done? What have we seen that we're loving right now? What season is it? What 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 are brides seeming to be doing right now? We'd like to do maybe something different so they see something new. So it's not like this one place that I go and I just pull out of the hat. It's just kind of when the time comes, certain ideas just like automatically rise to the top and we discuss them and we go forth with like sort of a gut reaction. Like when people even on a meeting, I know that idea is going. When it's crickets in a meeting, I know like, okay, no, <laughs> like that. we're done. Try Moving again on. next time. Okay, that's so funny. Okay. How many weddings do you go to a year yourself? I don't just- actually go to many weddings. That's the, like the naughty little secret or the dirty little secret we're not supposed to talk about. No, um, we can totally talk about it. We I don't, don't go to weddings. I don't get invited to weddings. I don't, I'm working. Because we're working. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I tell people I don't go to weddings unless you're paying me to be there. So. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want, if I ever have to be a bridesmaid again, I want to get paid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Agreed with that for sure. <laughs> no, I don't really go to that many weddings. However, that is a, that's a really popular question because I think brides think some brides think that they need to invite us to have us there to take their photos and be featured. Really? really? And that's absolutely not how we work. Um, that's how you get featured in the newspaper if you want to be featured in the newspaper with your wedding. However, for us, we just ask for after your wedding's over, your photos are back from your photographer, share the link with us and we can review it. And we gather them. We don't just like look at them every time someone sends us an email, we don't stop and review them. But we have these two like major gathering moments where we mm-hmm. stop and we review them. And we get so many. It's, this is a good segue into that conversation. Yeah, that's, that was yeah. the very next like, question. Because I know question. we could talk about that all day long. So yeah, yeah that's the question. And I get asked this. I would say 90% of my brides, okay, how do I get featured? How do I get picked for a magazine? I want to be published. And that is, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have the answers that I give. I kind of have my standard answers. Well, this is this, but I would love for you to be able to speak directly to these girls and tell them, what do you need to do? How do you get featured? So the floor is yours, Brock, if you want to add to that by all means, but I, I just want to let you, Lindsay, just go for it and dive right in. Cause that's, I think that's why people are they're curious. They really want to know. Yeah. How do you get featured? Yeah. Well, let me take a sip of coffee yeah take a sip (laughs) wet that palate get it ready for the long answer that we're about to delve into yes and you know honestly it's really not that long of an answer hire a great photographer first of all yes again Arkansas has no shortage of amazing photographers yeah you can't skip on that I mean that's that's my go-to somebody asked me the day what's your go-to advice oh I did a fun little Instagram advice thing for one of our photographers actually Mm -hmm. Alex Bular. And um, he asked me like, what do you, what's your like, go-to piece of advice? And it's always hire a good photographer, hire a videographer. This is the one day that, and it flies by and you're going to want to relive it. So for a number of reasons, hire a good photographer, but for a wedding selection, it's even more important. Look at current issues that we've done. Look at the kind of photography that looks best in there. Look at the wedding photos we selected from each of those brides. Notice what we're using. We're using 
not using like the photos of you and your bridesmaids getting ready. We're not, I mean, we love those and we put them on our website later, but we feature ideas for our brides. We want to show them new things, pretty things. You know, not every bride is going to want to be super creative. Some are going to want to be really traditional. So we have not only do we need you to have ideas, we also need you to have really great photos of your normal ideas or just your normal decor. So number one tip is hire a great photographer. The number two tip would be to do your homework and just see what you want your photographer to make sure to hone in on. If they're a great photographer, and why I say great, I don't mean, you know, National Geographic great. I mean, wedding great. Right. There's a difference. There's definitely a difference. And I learned this. It's so funny that I just threw out the National Geographic example because that is exactly what I did wrong with my wedding. Is I just come out of journalism school. I wanted like a magazine photographer. You know what I was doing. This was for Arkansas Bride. And I hired a guy that was featured National Geographic. He did magazines in Dallas. And there were so many little wedding things that he just didn't do right. Because he doesn't know weddings. He knows magazines. He knows. And I thought I was this like journalism person. No idea what I was doing. So I love to share that advice because I learned the hard way. Um, Your your photographer was like, I want you and your bridesmaids to gallop. (laughs) Gallop across the field right here. Oh, that's beautiful. I got the sun. Now all the groomsmen, rawr. Give me a bit loud rawr. See, I did something similar though. My photographer for my wedding was a movie photographer. So he took stills Mm. during, during filming. So like the the picture of John Travolta up against the bar for like Urban Cowboy, like that's my wedding photographer. He took an image. That's amazing. Right. But, and and when I got married, I'm ancient. So, you know, it's been a million years, but mine was like at the very beginning of the kind of lifestyle photography. So like pictures and action and things like that. But what I don't have is beautiful posed pictures of my family. Like, oh. because that's not, that wasn't his wheelhouse. That's not, he took great action shots and they were amazing. And like the lifestyle and the, you know, that, which is very popular now, but there's something to be said for having an album with, with Nana and Papa and Aunt Susie and like all those people. I don't have that at all. Like I do, I mean, I, and what I do yeah. have is, is not great because that's not his expertise. So I completely second what you're saying. I always want brides to splurge on the photography. It's worth every penny. You've got to have somebody who is a professional for many, for a multitude of reasons, but I love, mm-hmm. I love that you touched on that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, I'm sorry, it, don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, no, please interrupt because you know I'm long-winded. I, I get excited about these things, and that's why you're yeah. here, though. Yeah, <laughs> we so we, yeah to get featured, you definitely want to have the idea. Like I, I do, I do love when brides are like, I want to get featured. How do I do that? And they talk to their planners about it. That's probably a tip that I generally share because not everyone's going to be able to afford a wedding planner or be, to be able to do all those ideas. So wow. I think the easiest way to go beyond that first initial advice, which is hire a great photographer and kind of do your homework on the kind of photos you need to be submitting, you know, detail shots and things that show like in it, because we're not going to be able to feature a 500 foot picture. We feature, I think, between eight to 15 in each real wedding. Right. That's it. So dial it down to that many photos. And did we get your essence of your day? That makes sense. Like when I'm scanning, I can scan an album and know pretty quick. Like we can go through, I mean, now sometimes people submit the whole gallery and have to go through so many pictures that aren't even relevant. So right. I can't always, but for the most part, if someone sends me like a gallery of 50 pictures, I can scan it. I can even like unfocus my eyes and generally know if it's going to be featured. I mean, wow. that again, okay. sounds like an ego moment, but truly like I'm doing this for eight plus years. So I can, I can feel if the essence is going to come across in print or not. And there's yeah. times we'll get a magazine, we'll have mock one up and we'll, we'll be like, you know what, this one doesn't translate. It, it looks, it looks amazing when you have the whole gallery and you have all the images together, amazing wedding. But when you dial it down to just the detail shots or just what we would typically use, it just doesn't come across and we've had to change. Usually we, that's like, we do that pre-selection period if we're on the fence about a few. Anyway, but yeah, so my other, my other tips would be beyond that is to go ahead and think about, you know, what are you doing different that's super or super personal? Uh-huh. What are you, if you aren't infusing you and your groom into your day and you're creating an event, a wedding that's more for your mom and her fam, her friends and what they like, if the day is not centered around you and your groom and who you are to the core as a couple and as people, it's fairly obvious. I mean, again, we look for a mix of things. So we aren't always going to go for just like the super most creative because we've just created weddings. I mean, some brides really do want the traditional. So we want to show that as well. However, some of the weddings that have the best chance are those ones infused with just so much personality 
And yes, infuse your wedding with personality and make it about you guys. And it's going to shine through. You're going to see the love more in the pictures. It's going to be more emotion. It's going to be a better wedding in general, but it'll obviously work better for us. And it kind of is a good segue for us in this conversation to talk about how we pick weddings mm-hmm. more so than tips for them to try to get picked. I could give you a little inside scoop on how we select them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we do get those emails from photographers or brides and they're really disappointed and it, it breaks our hearts. But, you know, we get the inside story is we get close to 200 every single issue. Really? Just to be considered. Not to mention the weddings we get throughout the year where brides aren't really aware of the submission time. So we have so many to comb through. We don't want to not pick any. We want to feature them all. They all deserve to be featured. We're excited for all of you getting married. So it's it's a hard spot. But here's here's the secret. We have to pick weddings that appeal to our broad audience. And our broad, like I said before, we're going to have girls that are going to be more traditional. We're going to have brides that are going to be more the party girl that's going to want to have the big band and come and dance and drink with her girlfriends and her, their friends it's going to be really colorful. So we have to pick diversity. So we need diversity in people, diversity in the region of this, like we're featuring not just central Arkansas, we're featuring mm-hmm. southeast Arkansas, northeast Arkansas, hot springs area, northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas. We want to have girls from all across the state featured. So we have to take that into consideration. We could fill the magazine with all Fayetteville weddings. We could. Every issue, it could just be all Fayetteville great weddings. So there are going to be Fayetteville girls that have amazing weddings that aren't going to get in because we mm-hmm. want to make sure hot springs girls and Stuckart girls and Jonesboro girls get in there too as much as possible. We obviously want to showcase diverse themes and diverse colors. We don't want blush, 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 blush. We're going to have brides that are going to plan weddings in every different color palette you can think of. So we want a diversity in like the theme and vibe as you turn the page. So you're getting, you know, just the colors changing and just the theme and the, like the aesthetic of the whole wedding changing offers a whole new perspective to a bride planning her wedding. Even the color can be the idea. So we want to diversify that as well. So it's a puzzle. So we can't just pick, and we don't want like seven weddings from the same venue. Man, there are some venues that are, they get on a hot streak and it's just every wedding we get from there. Well, we, like, what are we supposed to do? You know, all of your weddings from there. So that is always tricky. And, And that's easy to explain. Like, well, we had six weddings from the Clinton library. We can't run all of them. We have to pick, you know, our, our favorites, but then also factor in the puzzle I previously mentioned, which is diversity in color, diversity in people, the types of vendors they hired. You know, some of these people will have these, these people, some of our brides will have amazing weddings, but they hired everyone from Dallas. Right. And that doesn't do our bride, re- our Arkansas girls reading our magazine. It doesn't do them any favors to read that they hired so-and-so from Louisville, so-and-so from Nashville. Like while their wedding was absolutely perfection, mm-hmm. it just doesn't service our readers who are looking for people to hire in Arkansas right. for their local wedding. So that's a bit of the puzzle piece that we deal with every single issue mm-hmm. and why there's so much heartbreak, <laughs> which just yeah. hurts my heart. No, I like that you said that though, that you feature the weddings that feature Arkansas. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense and it's good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's the most important thing. I mean, that's what makes our magazine so helpful to our brides and to our partners. I mean, if it wasn't, we want to put our brides are reading this book. They're getting it anywhere across the state. They It's listed on our site where they can find it. I mean, it's, it's all over. They're going to grab it if they're getting married. Right. So why would we want to excessively promote out of state businesses. Right. We want to push them to our local business owners and our brides want that. You know, again, we always keep our reader at the heart of everything and what do they need and what do they want. And of course, they want to know who they can hire in Little Rock to do their catering. They live in Little Rock. They don't want to see that someone's caterer was from New York City. I mean, it kind of is cool. If it it was, is, yeah. In right. some way, it's kind of cool, but... But it's not um, practical for most brides. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we certainly do not discriminate. If we have an amazing wedding that we're just obsessed with and it has filled with ideas, that's just they're too good to pass up. We're not going to let it go because a photographer was from out of state. We're going to mm-hmm. feature it. There's too much good in there. They use some local vendors. The ideas are so exciting. Our readers will love it. So again, there's that central focus is our reader. So I hope that makes sense. But we have some rules, but they're not hard and fast. So like we will break them every now and then because it's what our reader wants. That's good. That was a great answer. Yeah, that was a great answer. 
It's very good. How do you, you know, you have single page, double page and triple sometimes, you know, three page spreads. How do you really hone it down to like what that looks like? How do you really narrow it down to like, I mean, I have an obvious answer. I mean, there's more great images. I mean, I have seen amazing weddings that I'm surprised they get picked sometimes. I'm like, really that one over that one? Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's fine. I mean, I know you always have something different in mind, but how do you kind of a lot, and there may not be an answer to this, but how do you a lot different page quantities to different weddings. And I, maybe that all goes along with everything you've already said, but I'm curious as to that as well. Because I know sometimes people are like, well, I thought they were going to, you know, we we're going to be a big feature and they just made <laughs> one page. Yeah. No shade there. No shade there. <laughs> I'm just posing the question. I'm curious. <laughs> no offense, Peyton. I don't care. I, it, 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 it's a, uh, we've made, and you know what we have made, I have had moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, that really it didn't play out. I mean, it's actually those, those mistakes have taught me, like I said earlier, to be able to identify sooner that something's not going to translate once it's in print. Like it is gorgeous on the screen, but it's a little sleepy. Like once you put it in print. So to answer your direct question, like how do you make the page allotment? That's, I don't, the cool thing is, is we don't have like a set, like number, every issue, like exactly. We need two, three pager weddings, 10 two pagers. We don't have that rule. So I can base it on like what we've, what weddings we're loving and what photography that we've got from those weddings and like how many ideas. So the three pagers, what we do, and we don't always do that. I think maybe one issue or two, we took a break because we didn't have, we wanted to feature an extra wedding and we had to like, you know, so it's sort of, I use the word puzzle all the time, but that's exactly what it is. So we have to make those kind of decisions. Do we want an extra wedding or do we want to blow a couple of these weddings up bigger? And those weddings that we tend to give more space to, they certainly just have a lot more ideas or they have, yeah, I mean, it has to be the ideas. There's really no other other thing to say. They have just more detailed shots to showcase. You definitely, for a while, it seemed that we're kind of going more towards a DIY or a handmade feel in some weddings, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it maybe has gone away from that in the images that I've seen in the most recent issues. Can you speak to that? Does it matter if someone has a planner? Does it matter if it looks like they did a lot of this on their own? Do you, I mean... And maybe, maybe there's a little bit of both, but I'm curious as mm-hmm. to that. I mean, if, if you get a wedding that obviously did not have a planner, how do you feel? How do you react to that? What's your, what's your yeah. thought there? Oh my gosh. You know what's so funny that you're asking me that? I thought about this when you said, think about some things you may want to share yeah. on the podcast. And one thing that came to mind was that I actually am so excited to say this. I don't see a lot of that anymore. Like I remember, I really clearly remember seeing our vendor list come through. Like when people submit their wedding test, they give us a list of who they use, who they hired. And that does help us make our decisions too. Like I said, you know, if they have a lot of people that we are on the state. I can remember seeing like Aunt Sally did my flowers and um and no offense Aunt Sally, they they were gorgeous. Um and you know, my cousin made the cake and all of that. We used to, I feel like I saw that so much in my early days. And I just happened to kind of, a thought pops into my head between the, the day you asked me to do this and, and today that man, you know, I just don't see that anymore. Like when we go through Venerals, I see so many rides. I don't think there's, there may be one or two weddings this issue where that we've selected that did not have a wedding planner. Yeah, really? And it oh, stands awesome. out to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's different. It's new, which, and I'm thrilled about it because these weddings, that's why there's so many more weddings to choose mm-hmm. from now. Mm-hmm. And it makes my job harder. Is Sure. Girls are hiring professionals for whatever reason. Maybe, you know, it's gotten more competitive in Arkansas. And so people had to lower their prices. I don't know. That's not that side of the business. Or brides are just really wanting to be featured more than they used to. Maybe it's the selfie culture, right? There's, there's yeah. a number of reasons why brides are wanting planners more than ever in Arkansas. But from the time I started as editor to now, in the last two or three years, it is substantial the difference between the DIY brides and the ones hiring all professionals. And again, I don't know exactly why, but I love it and it makes me happy. So do I. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Busy for sure. That's good to know though, because I would say a few years ago, it felt like, you know, even though we were submitting good stuff, you know, maybe, maybe a DIY kind of thing was being chosen. And I'm, it makes me happy to hear that though, that people are valuing the professionalism that a planner mm-hmm. and a planning team and, and, and real vendors. I have no shade to a friend or there's some really good right. stores out there. I love, I mean, sometimes I'm surprised, but often I'm like, yeah, well, your aunt Sally did make the cake, but guess what? It's also leaning. And I have to hide that fact that that cake is leaning. I have to hide the yeah. disguise, the fact that 
it can't be shown or your DJ was your brother's cousin's roommate. I mean, you know, that kind of stuff. We, we run uh-huh. into that. And so <laughs> Brock brother's cousin's roommate, right? But I mean, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff, it makes our job more difficult, but I think it also eventually parlays into by choosing a different florist, by choosing a, a more professional across the board, you might have actually gotten yourself published even on a, you know, doesn't mean the budget right. is huge or smaller or whatever. It just means that you use the right professionals to do the job. So I love that you said that. I really do. Yeah. And for sure that there, there are brides that, that they have really talented family and friends and they should use that Absolutely. and save the money, right? Sure. But we're talking, you know, getting featured. And so in that regard, your, your professionals are going to have the eye for how to get featured. They're going to have the world-class ideas that you're just, that's their job. That's their skill. That's their talent. That's what right. they're paid to do is come up with cool ideas, come up with new ideas constantly, which mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about that. Like it's, yeah. you're asking me, but it, that's how sure. I feel when I look at y'all's work. I think, wow, that's, I mean, you know, that's what I'm looking at when I look at pictures and I'm playing an issue. It's yeah. y'all's work. It's the work of our wedding professionals out in Arkansas that are inspiring us too. Yeah. I don't, I think that needs to be said is a lot of the inspiration we get is from the work that y'all are doing. That's awesome. That's and that's good yeah, to know because I feel sure. like, you know, a lot of times we're driven by how do we get this girl in a magazine? How do we get our work featured? Mm-hmm. But I think that goes back to utilizing the professional photographer because sometimes mm-hmm. I've had a wedding that it's amazing and it's perfect and all the details are there and it's so good, but the photographer missed it all. And right. you know, I'm like, they can't publish based on the iPhone pictures that I took. You know, yeah, great, I've got mm-hmm. a good phone, but it's not the same as that amazing camera that they're using. And they missed all of the amazing details because of of whatever reason, but, you know, because they didn't have the right photographer capturing. So that is something that I, I I wouldn't say I run into often because thankfully couples are educated about that or they're becoming more educated about the the value in using the right vendors. But um, Mm -hmm. I definitely run into that though before. And I had, I had one a couple of years ago that you were like, I love everything about this wedding. I hate the edit that the photographer put on it. I can't publish this. I can't put it in there because the way it looks in comparison to everything else in the in the issue, it looks like these pictures were dipped in mud. And I can't uh, the edit, you know, and the, I did not say that. <laughs> you didn't say that, but I mean, essentially, you know what I mean? The photos didn't translate to what everything else was happening in the issue. For sure. I, I said that the dipped in mud thing, that was me. That was not you. And it was but not an Arkansas We've photographer. been braver. Yeah, we've been braver now. Yeah, and been like, you have. Hey, photographer, we love this wedding. Can you tweak the lighting? Can you tweak the filter? Whatever you, whatever mag- photo mojo magic that you've done. Right. We love it. We're in awe of this wedding, but can right. you tweak it a little bit? We've, we've asked, we do that probably once or twice an issue. Really? Even on weddings that don't even, even on ones you wouldn't maybe imagine we'd have to, but you know, print, print, this is like a mass printing press, right? And so right. there's a lot of different things. I'm not super well versed in all the terms, but there are so many different things that our art director, designer, and our production manager are on the lookout for when they do press check. And so we definitely mm-hmm. have learned what to ask photographers to start tweaking okay. in advance. So that they're not just completely nixed from consideration. Because again, this is art. This is their art. And right. so while we do not want to change it, and that was our initial like, oh, this won't work. Sorry, we love it. But no, we realized that I think they're willing to compromise a little on their art if it means getting published. Do you ever get pushback from photographers on that? The ones that are like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. I don't want to change it. Never. Really? <laughs> Never. And I think we assumed that is exactly the reaction we would get. And this is like, I mean, we're talking maybe five or six times we've ever done this or had to do right. this. Because again, photography styles, they ebb and flow. That's, I mean, gosh, we could talk. We're going to do like seven of these podcasts. Oh, I know. We but, could do this all day. Uh-huh. Um, photography styles have changed from the time that I started to now. When I first started, it was like 09, 2009, 2010. Oh, it's and dramatically it was such different. such dramatic lighting, uh, heavily saturated in like sun, sunlighty filter things. Gorgeous. Loved it. But uh, now, you know, just over the course of the last six, seven years, natural light photography uh-huh. is overtaken. And it naturally is a better fit per print. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to ask for that a lot because natural light is just kind of the queen bee right now of what people want for their weddings. Eventually, it'll start going back to being more dramatic. It's they always These things always are cycles on what's hot and what's not. Film right now is like everything. And so that prints really well, sometimes a little grainy, but that's 
intention, right? So sometimes right. you have to be careful there, but it's such a fun process working on this book. I mean, again, there's so many things we could go into detail on, but we do not get pushback from the photographers That's when good. we have them to, to make little tweaks because they get why we're asking. We're not yeah. being rude. We're very polite about it. And we're wanting to promote them. We want to give them publicity and it, it pays dividends. I mean, when your weddings are featured, I mean, we see it from when you, when you suddenly change your style. We've had people experiment with new styles and they suddenly kind of drop off and we don't get as many weddings from them anymore. We see all these weird cycles in the industry. It's really, I could write a book. One day I maybe will. <laughs> maybe you should. I like that. We'd all read it. I'd, I'd, I'd be there for the signing for sure. You'd be the only one in line. So, so <laughs> Amanda, do you have any more questions before we get to the opinion section? I mean, I do, but I think the question I want to ask is its own issue or its own, its own podcast. So I think we can come back to that one another day. And... I think we, yeah, definitely. Oh, now I need to know what it is. Nope. No, I'm not allowed. We'll tell you off the air. Yeah, I'll tell you off the air because I do think it's one that we could, it could really be a long topic and I don't, I don't want to get into that because it will be a long one. So I think we dive into our kind of this or that. Yeah. Wedding opinions. We, we have three wedding questions. Amanda, I'll let you start. Um, I'm going to ask about the, the traditional stuff. Okay. What do you think? How do you feel about a cake cutting? Do you think it's necessary or do you think it's kind of a passe thing? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking okay. you. No, oh, I'm asking I, you. She's already heard from me. Yeah, I know his opinion about this. Oh, okay. C- cake cutting? Yeah. You know what? I don't really have an opinion on the cake. I love cake. I love cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I vote wedding cake over pies any day. Although, oh my gosh, pies are amazing. I both, always both. <laughs> all the desserts, all of the ever. above, all the sweets. Yeah. Hey, I wonder um, if they ever made a wedding cake pie. So it goes pie, cake, pie, cake. It's like how would that tof- work? Like a tofurkey? Yeah. Probably, how would that even work? I don't know. Cut Maybe it open, it. and in the inside, there's cake and apple pie. Well, if fork and crust makes it, I'll eat it. I don't care what We're it all is. lined up. We're all lined call. up for it. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't have any, you know, it's the garter toss, but I'm like, let's, let's cut that out. Yes. Well, that was the next question. That's the next one. What do you think? Bouquet or garter toss? What do you, yay, nay. Nay to both. Get rid of it. Yes. Okay. All right. right. I hate those. It's time for something new. Right. Yeah. Like maybe you punch your best man in the face or, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing, I'm spitting out ideas. If you like them, take them. If you don't shoot them right back. Yeah, we actually just did a, um, I think my editor's letter actually in our most recent issue that's still out right now was the rules that, the rules are meant to be broken, first of all. There are no rules. There are traditions, but those aren't rules. And so I kind of was playing up like the rules are meant to be broken. And that whole garter toss, let's single out the single people. Let's like sex up the dance floor with a garter moment. Like I I'd rather play some usher and dance a little more productive than do the garter toss. Yes. Me, but Amen. Um, yeah, that's just, but that is just my opinion. No, we, we, well, it's, it's a shared opinion between the three of us. So I, I think that Brock uh, is on, on board with that as well. He's ready to see it die. For sure. So what about this? A big over the top party wedding or an intimate gathering of your closest friends and family? Which one? I am a Dallas girl deep down. So I have to say big over the top. But <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Well, and I, gosh, I love these. I love an intimate elopement moment with a big party later. Can I say there that? There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, ceremonies are so short. Spending a lot of money on those could be uh, for your, for the audience isn't necessarily necessary. Maybe save your money for the band, the food, the taco mm-hmm. truck, whatever. Yeah. I like, I like a big party though. Okay. And Amanda, I'll let you ask the last one. Oh, I don't have another one. Hold on. Let me look. Let me look one more time. See if I've got another, unless you've got a really good one. You want to ask her. Uh, what's your favorite send off? We'll end with that. What's your favorite send off? There you go. I don't, I don't see many good ones, really. They're all the same. All right. So when you get photos and you see some of these exits, which ones do you like the best and which ones photograph the best for the magazine? Good question. <gasps> I have a great answer. Yay. What is, what it? is it? Yay. Amanda Reed, this amazing wedding planner. Ah, who is that girl? Who is that girl? Ah. <laughs> no, actually, there's the wedding that we really, really like. Listen up, Brock. Listen up, Brock. Listen up. Where she, uh, she, I don't know if it was your idea for the bride, but they did like a powder puff color canyon. And that was really memorable. That You're going to have cool. to get a picture of it and flash it because it was, really great. It it was rainbow colored. And honestly, like I wanted to run the wedding just for that one photo because oh, I loved it so much. It so, so I good. liked that idea. It was so good. Okay. Thanks for that. Cause yeah, that wow. was, that it was just happened to be you, babe. Yeah. I appreciate that. I do. This was not pre-planned. This was not endorsed. This is like, thank you for that. Yes, it was me. Thank you for that. 
I had to talk her. I just had to talk her into that. She kind of was like, no, we don't have to do that. And I was like, no, no, we have to do that. Like, this is going to be amazing. And it was so her. That's what was so fun about that. Yeah. The confetti too too, gets me still because those make for really pretty photos. But I do. Or like the streamers, like the metallic stringy stringers, just because it's a little different. But yeah, I, I, I don't think the send-offs are like, uh, they're not my, they don't really, people don't really mix it up much. It's very rare to see something different. Well, it's hard because a lot of venues don't allow many options. And so, and you know, there's only so many things you can throw without hurting somebody. So I think there's, you know, you're kind of limited in what you're able to do. So good answer though, especially since it related to me. Very good answer. That is just luck, luck right there. But yeah, that one really stands out. And I will say this, do you like when the brides, I think this is great for photography, like brides who want that keepsake moment. I can throw myself under the bus too, but you know, like you're going to get that. You're going to do the send off late at night. You're going to get that like darker, Mm -hmm. you're going to get dark photography with the flash and stuff. And so I really like when the brides do their little confetti or streamer moment or the powder puff. What do you call that? It's smoke bombs. Smoke bombs. Yeah. Oh. Right after the ceremony, like have the guests yeah. line up Agreed. Mm-hmm. and that way you get these gorgeous photos of it. And just at the, at the end of the reception, do like tequila shots or something. And we, right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I'm, I'm pushing to- hard for that. I'm pushing hard for that though, because I agree completely with that statement. Yeah. So for, for, for the photo, it's for the sake, everything for the sake of the selfie or the photo, right? But it's all about the Instagram. It's all about the grid for sure. What about, that. what it'd be great for video. You'd line up like a thousand black cats and light them off all at once. Bring yes. People, ah, yes. Ah. <laughs> Typical guy reaction. Oh, geez. Complete guy reaction. Lindsay, awesome. you're amazing. It's been awesome talking to you. And there's so many more questions we have for you. So we'll make another episode of this for sure. And yeah. maybe we'll uh, do it in person next time and not through Zoom. I know. Awesome. I'm glad you guys are safe and well. And thank you, you for too. having me. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Amanda, any last words from you as always? Never. Oh, just don't be like the rest of them, darling. Don't be like the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Thank you so much for listening. This is I Do IQ. Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at I Do IQ Podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The I Do IQ Podcast is recorded at the most amazing studio in Northwest Arkansas and by the most amazing and best looking people in all the world, Go Rogue X. You can follow them on social as well at Go Rogue X or visit them on Line at GoRogueX.com. They truly are amazing. And if you're looking to start a podcast, they are your go-to people. Also, a big shout out to our creative people, David Kinney from Forward all the way from the great state of Michigan. You can check his website out, TheForwardCreative.com for all your logo and design needs. And for more information on Brock and Amanda, please visit DJBrockEntertainment.com and AmandaReadWeddings.com. Thank you again, and we'll see you on the next episode.